Hello, everybody, and welcome to Show Hoppers, The Old Man, Season 1 Recap. I'm Kurt, joined by my former high school teacher, Mr. Sal. You recognize me now. What the? What, what, what is that? <laughs> From the pilot. Oh, <laughs> That's the last That's so thing long ago. Says. That's so long ago. I almost <laughs> just remember the pilots. <laughs> well, it looks like you remember the, the pilot quite well. I'm looking at the rankings here. But, ah, uh, we're, we're, we're playing we'll who <laughs> We will, yes. <laughs> but here we are. Season one recap of The Old Man. Uh, season two is slated to release one day. <laughs> it's, on, it's coming out on February 31st. Look forward to it. Oh, is, oh yeah. Wait, it's slated with the release date? February 31st. Nice. Okay. Well, great. So, no. <laughs> really? Oh, okay. There's no such thing as February 31st. <laughs> I just realized that. <laughs> that. Man, that is not great. <laughs> that is not a good one. Well, okay. Well, well, listeners, still don't know when it's going to get released. Probably got to wait on the writer's strike. Time yeah. will come. As, but, far as, as far as I know, they have finished filming the first three episodes of season two, and they're they were working on the fourth, and they had to break for the writer's strike. So there you have it. In in due time, and now the actor strike too. So I mean, it's, they got they got to resolve two labor issues before we get back to any entertainment making. Yeah, yeah. So. Live theater, live theater, baby. <laughs> maybe we'll have to maybe we're gonna have to go into that out more. <laughs> As he shows, you know, there's gonna be, there's gonna be a, I, I don't know if we've had that big, um, I don't think we've had the effects of the writers and now actor strike hit us for releasing. No, I don't think, yet, but I don't think we have. I think, I think, I think we're gonna be still getting new content into like October, maybe November, and if, and even if they resolve the the strike uh, well i shouldn't say that that i'm talking about streaming services now um uh, specifically series because i a lot of a lot of movie studios hold off their big like award sh- uh, movies like the, the the movies they think they're going to get nominated for oscars they hold those off until december anyway mm-hmm. so i think i think in movie theaters the, they'll be okay through december or maybe even like january but i think once february rolls around it's going to be desolate at movie theaters mm-hmm. regardless even after of, regardless of when these strikes end like even if they ended oh, today yeah. i think february is looking bad for movies uh for tv series i think we're pro- i think it's going to be a, a a sooner timeline than that i think that um we might get through september and october i'm worried about november and december <laughs> And the longer the strikes go on for, the no, longer yeah. that, that stretch of desolate time is going to be. Even even if... That's right. That, that's correct. But but even if the end of today, we're, yep. we're going to at some point hit. Kind of like with COVID. You know, yep. Yep. The big release gap. So just, I think the question just now is how, how long or how, how big is that going to be? Yep. I think you're right. Uh, I don't know. Well, you know what? Let's not worry about season two. That, that's okay. gonna be the distant future. Let's yeah. talk about what we have now. Okay, season one, we have the seven episodes ranked. Me and Mr. Sal, uh, we're gonna go through them. We have a minute and a half each to talk about our least favorite episodes, ranked seventh to our favorite episodes, top ranked. Uh, well, you know, we'll explain why we gave it what we did. Maybe have some rebuttal afterward. We're gonna do some of our categories that we like to do on these recap ones. We're gonna do best and worst title. 
Okay. <laughs> That's going to be great. We, we have to do best of worst titles. <laughs> we're, we're, we're skipping over deaths because there's only been two deaths. Mike, Julian's friend, and well, Mike being Julian's friend, and Ray Waters. We're not going to cover that. Bro. There's only, yeah, there's only two real deaths, so we're not going to go and cover that. Uh, funniest moments, most jaw-jumping moments, most emotional moments, a quote that'll stick with us, and then our character superlatives that we do. So we'll do all of that. Anything, anything you want to comment for that, Mr. Sam? No, let's get going. All right, then let's get right into our ranking. So, Mr. Sal, we'll start it off. Number seven. Now, who's going first between us? <laughs> I was wondering when you were going to realize that we didn't play. Who went first last time? I have no idea. Yeah, Actually, last time we did a different way. because You go first. A lot more similar. All right, thank you, Mr. Sal. You're welcome. Uh, let me get my okay. I am uh, I'm ready. All right, ready, set, go. My number seven ranked episode for this season, my least favorite episode. Uh, I gave it nine out of ten, so I still liked it quite a bit. It's episode six, VI. Okay, I liked it, gave it nine out of ten. But the things, the reason why it's my least favorite episode is first of all, it, it, it feels very setup y in nature and it just doesn't have that cool wow factor that other episodes have i i didn't have i know we'll talk about jaw dropping moments later but this episode didn't really have that i didn't have a jaw dropping moment for the story wise there's some cool stuff that goes on here like the pavlovich and um jeff bridges confronting pavlovich that was really cool marcia talking with the lawyer nina that was also very great and seeing harold and angela's interactions together is always really great to see and they were great in this episode um, although short. So the other weaker part is the Henry and Marcia stuff. That's Dan Bridges and or Dan Chase. I mean, the names mixed up. Dan Chase and Zoe. I did not like their sequence early in the episode. Again, it, it was the tutorial stuff that I'm not that crazy about of Zoe wants to learn the game. I, I, I don't want it being a lesson one, lesson two thing like they referenced in this episode. I just kind of want them to really just get into it. And they did start getting into it in the second half of this episode with, you know, again, when they separate, that was all right. So those are kind of, you know, the parts I'm not too crazy about for the episode. Uh, Besides that, darn it. A minute <laughs> and a half. I'm not used to it. Yeah, I know. <sighs> we, we usually do two minutes, but. Usually do two that's minutes, fair. but all right. All right. That's fair. Time's time. Yeah. All right, well, I'm not going to say anything about episode six because I am not ready to talk about it. All right, well, then, uh, do you want to start it off? Or, not start, do you want to go? You're, you're ready to go? I'm now? ready when you are. Okay, ready, set, go. My number seven rated episode is episode seven, the finale, VII. Uh, it's, there's a lot that I love about this episode. I, I really love the. Uh, a fraud Hamzad, old fraud at the end there. I love finding out that Angela was his daughter, mostly because that made me right, and I like being right. Uh, so I really like that stuff. Uh, I love Harold and Dan in the car and talking about uh, their claim to being Angela's or Emily's father, um, even though it turns out neither of them are. <laughs> her father uh as i loved all that stuff it was great the the big problem i have with this though is that it it just like 
nullified all of what Zoe had been up to this point in the series. And so I said all that she had been didn't really matter for this finale. She was pretty much swept to the side. Uh, Same with uh, Angela, really. She wasn't even in the set. Well, I mean, she was very central to the episode, so it's not the same thing. But we didn't really get to see her. And so I ended up giving this a nine. I think that's a fair rating and I'm done. 115. Okay. I will also save my response until I later talk about it. So, without further ado, let's move on to number six. Okay, uh, or snake it up, or yep. So, so I'll go again. Okay. Does snaking actually matter in the circumstances? Snaking always matters, Kurt. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> it's the fair, it's always the fairest way to do things. Actually, you're right. You're just still the fairest way. Okay. okay. <laughs> no, you're right. Okay. Well, then, ready, set, go. And my number six rated episode of the season is episode six. So V I, uh, and it's the penultimate episode. Uh, I also gave this one a nine out of ten retroactively. So I gave it a ten out of ten when I saw it, but I felt like I was succumbing to the pressure of the streak at that point. And then once I gave the finale a nine, it was easy for me to retcon this one to a nine. Um, it's it's good. It's very solid. Angela and Harold on the train. They have this emotional moment in the station when they get back, where he kind of accepts what who she is and that he still cares for her regardless of what she's done. Um, so that was that was good. Pavlovich stuff was was pretty good. Uh, even the stuff of the Pavlovich party got a little actiony, uh, which I, I could take or leave. Doesn't matter to me. Um, you know, the, the Dan Zoe stuff before was okay. You know, we got to see the, the comm system through the bank, but there wasn't, there wasn't uh, a scene that just had my, had me holding my breath as I waited on every word like there has been otherwise. So uh, this one was just not my favorite, but I still loved it. Nine out of 10. I'm done. One seventeen. Okay. And yeah, I, I feel similarly with the episode. I, yeah, I, I thought the Pavlovich scene was uh, all right, but the um, I I don't care too much for the violence of the scene either. Uh, and yeah, there's just not that amazing scene, really. Like yeah, all the other episodes have in some way or another, seemingly. I mean, my favorite, and it wasn't hard for me to pick my favorite scene in that in that episode was uh, Harold and Angela saying goodbye to each other. Like that, that was easily my favorite scene, but. Yeah. That that was, uh, yeah. I, I like the Pavlovich discussion before he turned on Dan. That was okay, but uh, other than that, yeah, it was it was fine. It just wasn't it wasn't as psychological and emotional as the stuff that came before it. So fair enough. Then well then, I'm I'm ready here. Then Mr. Sal, you ready for your number six? Okay, yeah. Then ready, set. My sixth rated episode, and this might be a controversial one between me and Mr. Sal as time will go on, but we'll we'll have to see, is the fifth episode. I gave it a 9 out of 10. Again, 9 out of 10, good rating. So it's it's a good episode. I enjoyed it. I'll, I'll quickly just give why it's 9 and out of 10, because I'll have to defend myself at some point against Mr. Sal. But the, the entire episode feels like a journey that never quite gets to its destination, which is fine like for a concept of things, but I just don't prefer it. Um, the character interactions are very strong in this episode. We see Marsha and Henry kind of learning their future together. 
Angel and Harold you know, talking about Harold confronting Angel, which we both didn't expect would happen this soon, but he does, and them discussing this whole, you know, her two names and the split personality thing. That's all really good. And we even get to see the the comeuppance of Ray Waters, who's now dead, Julian and Morgan Boat kind of coming together, which does seem to be like a season two problem now, or at least contributed to the season one finale. Uh, but mostly for the fact of, uh, as I, I'm just not too into the, the format of it being a journey as much for the plot of it. And so that's why it's a nine. And uh, there you go. That's it. I, I'll end my time there. 116. Okay. And uh, do you have anything you want to say about that? Or do you want to wait? Uh, I, I, I'm going to wait a very long time to talk about that episode. All right. Okay. Sounds good. Then. <laughs> well, then, well, then let's, let's move on to number five. Okay. I'm ready to, yet again. All right. Ready, set, go. My fifth ranked episode is Ivy, otherwise known as number four. Gave it a nine out of 10. So. Great episode, right? I love seeing Julian. Uh, the, a great time efficiency on Julian's character throughout this whole series. I'll say that, uh, especially earlier on in the season, but even all throughout. Uh, this this is the episode where Zoe is now officially on the run with Dan Chase. Uh, that whole dynamic of that storyline was pretty cool. Uh, also was into Harold and Angela's angle, although Harold has not confronted Angela yet. That was nice to see. The past was still a little weaker for me, and I think the other episodes are just better than this, and that's why it's ranked where it is here. But I don't have any big weakness points for this episode, just besides the fact that and the past scenes, I could take them or leave them. Uh, the final scene with Marsha and Henry is great when she gives him uh, you know, the ultimatum. That's amazing. And now she's really in the game, and it's kind of the reason why I dislike the fact that she's kind of doesn't know it that well and needs to be trained because she, she's shown great skill for it so I, I just like to see more of that but anyway that's all i'll say and i'll end my time there 103 okay oh, actually no i'm sorry okay. 123 whoa okay. yeah yeah okay <laughs> yeah pretty close all right all right um i'm gonna withhold what i was about to say and then you can just start the time around me okay ready set go and my number four, this is the one place where we line up. My number, I'm sorry, number five rated episode is number four, IV. And it is, um, I gave it a 10. So I love the episode. I think it's phenomenal. I love the ending with Zoe and Dan. I think that like, we had talked in our coverage about how Dan was seeming a little bit OP. You know, it, it, We've already seen it physically, how he can basically take out anybody he wants. But then we started seeing it financially that he has so much money to throw around. And so how do you nerf a guy like that? Well, you bring in Zoe and, and she wants half. And so that was pretty cool. I love that stuff. Uh, the stuff going on with, with Angela and Harold was, was my favorite stuff, though. I mean, that, you know, they, they meet with Nina Kruger, Kruger for the first time. And uh, th this is where Harold invokes his... Uh, I'm sorry, Angela's mother's name and father come to find out. So, uh, and does it in order to see how she reacts because he knows now that there's a mole in his operation. He's starting to get suspicious of her. Uh, I mean, he's even take it back to the the scene at his house where they talk about Henry and then the scene at the swing set. But my favorite scene was in the bathroom 
when Angela's on the phone with, with Dan and decides she's going with Harold and she flushes the, the phone. So she has no way to get in touch with Dan again at this point. But anyway, it's a great episode. Uh, Stop. All right. So <laughs> there you go. I, I, I feel terrible listing this as my fifth rated episode. It's a 10 out of 10. I love it so much, but that's going to be a, a common theme the rest of the way. 10 out I of mean, 10. yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, I, I love this episode. Yeah, I, I, I agree with everything you said. I mean, I, I gave it a 9 versus 10, mm-hmm. which uh, I'm trying to think of because it, 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 it is a good episode. I just, it doesn't scream 10 to me. That's about my rationale. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, that's really, really empirical. That's Yeah, it's very empirical. <laughs> my enjoyment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, well, then let's move on to. I got to go again, right? Yep. Number four. Are you ready then, Mr. Sal? I am. Ready, set, go. Uh, number four rated episode is the pilot episode, the very first episode. Uh, really interesting. Uh, of course, it's another 10 out of 10. I, really interesting relationship with this episode because I watched it thinking we might cover the series. And I left it thinking, eh, 9 out of 10, but we're not going to cover that. That's too much action. Uh, and then, you know, I'm glad you picked the series because it turns out not a very action-heavy series. Uh, but in this episode, the, even the action was really good, very well choreographed, very good at showing us what Dan is all about. I loved seeing or not knowing if there was some sort of mental decline uh, and, and, you know, if he was going to be able to handle it. Uh, by, the, by the time we got to the finale, I'd kind of forgotten about that, but I really loved in the early episodes thinking hey, there might be some mental decline here. Anyway, um, Harold and Dan have this amazing conversation on the phone where Harold offers him the two choices. Uh, it, it's it really focuses on those two characters, which is a great way to start the series because we got so invested in both of them. It was great. I low key love how they introduce us to Harold by seeing him cry about his son. So we immediately are sympathetic with both sides of this. This is really, really great. I'll end it there. Okay, 122. All right. So I guess that I guess it's you now. With, it is uh, me. It's my, I'm not gonna four. respond to that. Or respond yeah. to that. We'll have to wait for that. But yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. All right, ready, set, go. My fourth ranked episode of the season is the finale. Uh episode seven. V I I gave it a nine out of ten. I think I uh, not that I think I did give it a ten out of ten for our coverage, but I've I've deranked it one. I thought about it. I I've swayed more over to your side of the arguments, which is it does bother me with the lack of Zoe <laughs> more than originally did. I, I I like the finale, like everything about it. The even the lack of Angela is okay because it's pretty justified based on how the the finale goes. But the lack of Zoe, eh, <laughs> that that's not very uh, justifiable. So that's the biggest gripe, and that's why it's a nine. Otherwise, it'd be a ten. Besides the Zoe part, I love the finale. Uh, I love the way that they make they make everything more grayer than it already was. Right, Faraz is not as bad of a guy as he seemed to be, and Jeff Bridges is really starting to look more evil or not as good as he once did. So I love to see that. And I, it makes me excited for season two. I'm very excited for season two based on this finale. I think it's got great answers while still setting up the next season. So that's all I'll say on my time there. 
116. How, how is it possible that you rated this finale ahead of episode four? The, uh, well, because, well, because I did. I, <laughs> I mean, and five. But, I mean, don't even get me started on that. But <laughs> ahead of episode four, like the only the only downside I would say to it is the lack of Zoe. That's a pretty big downside, I think. I everything think else, everything else, terrible. I think is good enough. I think everything else is good enough that it, wow. except for it. Wow. I I don't know how you have this rated ahead of four and five, but. Wow! Did you see? Did you see that scene where the cars all turned around? Did it look a U-turn? <laughs> yeah. The finale. Well, there. You were very why. impressed by that. <laughs> that's oh, the reason why it's God. where it is. Turned right. at spot, Mister Sal. All right, whatever. As did. We'll see our next set of episodes. Number three. And then I'm up, right? Yes. Okay. Then ready, set. My third ranked episode is shockingly number three. I I I gave it a ten out of ten, and I mean it's my first ten rated episode yet, and it's I think it's great. This is the episode where it starts off with Julian. This is the episode where I fell in love with Julian. You see Julian that first scene, amazing. Well, creative a guy talk about having a character be gray. Yeah, he's helping someone onto a bus. This is also the episode where we get the reveal that. Uh, Emily is or Angela is Emily or vice versa doesn't really matter that's huge that whole phone call scene with Zoe and Peter them growing close we get Angela now getting tied with Jeff Bridges Dan Chase whatever you like to call him and we get to see more about the FBI there's just so much that goes on in this episode that's really cool I I love everything about it it also has the stuff with the eggs, right? We, we get back to the egg reference, and eggs. I love to see that. I love to see that now. We just saw an Only Murders in the Building episode that I tied back to the old man egg stuff, and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of always remember that. So I love it, and there you go. I'll end my time there. All right, 110. Anything right. you to say against that? Um, I don't think the eggs were in this episode. Did, did he not make eggs again? I guess... Oh, no, no, no. Him... He makes them at the end of last episode. At the end of episode two. And she's, and then... she's eating them in the beginning of this episode. Yeah, I guess so. Because yeah. it, it takes up. So it, kind of the egg scene goes between two episodes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because he starts making them at the end of two and have them in three. All right. You All ready? right. I, I guess I'm ready, yes. Okay. Ready, set, go. My number three rated episode is episode two. Another 10 out of 10. Another, I mean, damn near perfect episode. I love this. I love it. I love it. It's so good. Uh, episode two is where uh, Dan meets Zoe. I mean, it's, it's before I get to that, I'll, I'll just mention that this is our introduction to Angela. And right off the bat, she seemed kind of like uh, just, you know, Harold's second in command. Uh, but when she kicked the chair at the end, it was such a minuscule moment, it seemed like. But she kicked the chair at the end when he wouldn't talk to her about what happened in Afghanistan. And I think that was a portender of things, a portender precursor of things to come. Anyway, the best though is Dan and Zoe, especially the dinner scene where Zoe tells the story of her divorce from two different perspectives. And Dan says, you know, you're not the villain. And, 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 we get the idea introduced to us of I think everybody thinks they're not the villain, but like those actually make the best villains. So they don't, they don't think that they are. 
Uh, and you know, that played out for the rest of the season. So what I love about this episode is that they've, they've incepted this into our heads that we should be questioning who are villains and who are heroes here. And, and we did for the whole rest of the series. I can't wait to get to goodest character and baddest character for that reason, but I'll stop there. 125. Good job. All right. Thank you. I will save any sort of, uh, comments on that. I figured you would. For a later time. All right. Then let's move up to number two. Are you ready, Mr. Sal? Yep. Ready, set, go. Okay. Speaking of uh, who are villains and who are heroes, my second rated episode is episode three. Uh, another 10 out of 10. And boy, I had this rated as my episode, as my number one for i don't know a week or so and then i just before we started recording switched it with what actually is my number one but i love this episode so much i love learning that angela and emily are the same person it just make it brought so many things to front of mind like did she plant herself here to spy for her dad did her dad plant her there to spy for him is she just here of her own volition we don't know we've come to figure it out later but we didn't know at the time there's this amazing scene where she convinces zoe or she tries to convince zoe that her dad isn't just some killer he saved her mother he saved her he it, it doesn't matter what you call him or what name you know him by that's just a sound that your mouth makes in his presence like that it's that and that theme pervaded the rest of the season uh it does this episode does start with julian and i mean there you go is he a villain is he a hero i mean he's picking up medication for his grandmother after getting out of work at the nursing home and helping a girl on crutches onto a bus so he seems like a pretty good guy but he was just sent he's going to be a sent to us to assassinate dan it's a great episode i'll stop too late it's a great episode and then you said stop as i said i'll stop (laughs) yeah well you can stop in time i think that's perfect i think it's very close to being perfect (laughs) okay all right boy talking about that episode i remember why i had that as my number one for quite a while i think it's a great episode it is fantastic not number one worthy I, i wouldn't consider it number one worthy no, apparently not. So no. let's Neither let's get you. to your let's well, get to your number did. two before you get to your number one. Okay. That's true. Yep. Ready, set, go. My number one ranked episode, which is shocking for me to no, put number one two. like this. Sorry, sorry, yeah, not number one. Sorry. Yeah, number two ranked episode. Thank you. Which is still shocking for me, is the pilot. Episode That's one. Amazing. I, yeah. <laughs> and the, the big reason why uh, these and same with my number one episode, this argument will go the same is my expectations going into it which is kind of an unfair sentiment for the rest of the season, which is probably why the earlier episodes are ranked higher for me. It's just my expectations were different. And so they just, I just liked them a lot more because I wasn't expecting as much. And that can be unfair. That could maybe, maybe that's not the best way to be ranking something based on your own eh, like feelings towards it and thought in the moment. But for me personally, my expectations were low and I was very surprised by episode one, the, for a little bit for this one seeing uh dan chase and harold was amazing these were characters that stole the scenes each time they were in it and i was these two alone i thought were plenty for the series i was like these guys are amazing and i so i was i was already in love with the series and thank goodness it was not just full of 
needless action. There's some action, but nowhere near as bad as I thought it was going to be. And the action sequence in this episode was wicked. So I, I was so excited for the rest of, this, rest of the series. And that's all I'll end my time there. Okay, well, that's 124. Okay. That is a great pilot. That is a great pilot. Is, is, your favorite pilot on that? is this your favorite pilot ever? It could be. It might be. <laughs> In my, it's too soon to tell. A really good I've pilot. <laughs> but I, I, I had to wait a little bit, but it, it's, it's definitely up there. I really, I really like the pilot. It's, it, yeah. It, I mean, I, I, I don't, I know I'm allowed to really talk on it anymore, but I'll, I'll make a few comments of saying, you know, the, the idea of questioning of his cognitive ability early in the episode, yeah. and um, this whole angle with his daughter, and I think the show has done a really great job, and even in episode one, with there's a lot of mystique around what's going on in the situation and the circumstances. Yeah. And I don't understand a lot of it. I mean, the viewer doesn't understand a lot of what's going on and why they're doing what they're doing exactly. Like why mm-hmm. is Dan in hiding, et cetera, et cetera. But they give you enough that you're on, you're, you're along the ride, you're yep. in for it. And then throughout the entire season, they're giving you enough information, right? Yep. You actually do. You, you can put the bits and pieces together by the end of the season. We're, I think pretty well aware of now, a lot of what's gone on to get to where they are now. It does seem that way. You know, I, I will. I, I think the brilliance of this pilot is that they really zoomed in on these two characters. Three, if you count Emily on the phone, which mm-hmm. is reasonable, but they, re- they really zoomed in on these two characters, which is a great move because these two are such interesting characters. They're, and, yeah. and they, they, Show, uh, you you just said it, and I know we said it when we covered it. They give us the right amount of information, the perfect amount of information. I don't know how they pulled that off because I don't think I've ever seen a pilot pull it off so perfectly. They uh-huh. give us the, this perfect amount of information. Like you don't end the episode like confused, like what did I just watch? But you also are saying, wow, there's a lot here that I What's hope the that they're going to unwrap. Like, this mm-hmm. is really cool. So anyway, it's, it's good. I, you know, I was just thinking, season two may not have so many flashbacks. Well, maybe it will. I don't know. But I, who knows? Yeah. I feel like we've kind of have caught up to what we needed to know. So Any they other? Could have, they could have flashbacks to do with, like, now them and america like mm-hmm. their family so dan abby hmm. and ah, emily yeah. and we can That's see how true. that happened and how eventually they separated and those you know that situation maybe yeah. so maybe we'll get flashbacks anymore but perhaps we'll get those I'm not sure or maybe we'll get harold flashbacks more no oh, maybe a few stuff with harold's past well i don't know only time will tell but right now it's time to move on Number one. Okay, and I'm up to... This is all bat. you. Is it up to bat? I, well, I know those things up yeah. to bat, but can I say up to plate? Uh, no. Why not, though? <laughs> I'm going to home base. You can say at the plate if you want. I'm I'm up to plate. No. I'm, my, my objective <laughs> is to go home. <laughs> Stop. Ready, set, <laughs> go. My favorite episode of the season is episode two... I I, I I Captain, <laughs> number two is my favorite, and basically for the exact same reasons as episode one, but more over now because episode one was so great. I was like, oh, that's really interesting, and I was now excited. And episode two still smashed my expectations out of the park because now not only is there, you know, Jeff Bridges 
formerly Dan, now Peter, going by Peter in this episode, and Harold, both really interesting characters that I'm still obsessed with for this whole episode, and they still have, you know, flashlight on them. But now we're getting some of the satellite characters. Zoe's introduced here, and Peter goes on a date with Zoe, and it's incredible seeing them together and seeing Zoe as a character. I, I loved it. So she's a great character that they introduced, and her and Peter's dynamic, them going out for dinner, even that checkpoint stop that didn't really happen, the shooting part, that was all great. Harold's side, seeing Morgan Boat, that turns out to be very important. We hear his opinion on names, right? Episode three, we'll hear it from Angela and Emily, her opinion on names. But, you know, we, we get to see Harold, we get to meet Angela from Harold's perspective, or at least, you know, through the FBI's viewpoint, we'll later see that she's Emily. It's just really good. At, now, we've, we've met Harold and Dan. Now we're meeting two other big, the two female big characters here. And all four of them do really good in this episode. And then we get to end it off with the Cloudy Julian. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I cannot overstate how good these first five episodes of this series are. <laughs> I like so good. I had forgot. I, I didn't even mention Morgan Boat in my when I talked about episode two. And more, I mean, Morgan might actually be the old man. Yeah, yeah, it would appear he is. <laughs> it's, I mean, really, it's good stuff. And that's a great scene, too. Oh, but the other genius part, though, is if you just cast a bunch of old men, anyone could be the old man. <laughs> maybe, that's maybe the it's beauty. Brad Hamzad. <laughs> <laughs> that's the beauty of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Well, if you don't have uh, anything else you want to say on it, you ready for yours, Mr. Sal? I'm ready. Okay, ready, set, go. My number one is episode five. I, I cannot believe how low you had this episode. I, the the stuff that's that's that is not my favorite stuff, uh, but I still love it. Is all the Jeff Bridges and uh, Zoe stuff. Uh, where they, Jeff Bridges has decided that you know, he's going to accept her offer. He doesn't have time to argue, and he kind of deals her in. She's going to go along. He drops off the dogs. He, he takes her to the guy Zach's house, and who she convinces him. And then you know she becomes the person he confesses to. He confides in by the end of this. But the best stuff is on the airplane with Harold and Angela, and. When I think of this series, I am always going to think of those two scenes of Harold and Angela on the plane. They're trapped together. The only two people in this tiny room with this giant secret that just comes out. And they have, they have to confront each other. They have to deal with it right now. You know, what would, what would it be like if I sharpened Chip's name and used it as a weapon to cut you open just to see what was inside? That, that type of stuff is what I love about the series. And when I think about the series, these are the scenes that I'm going to think of is that airplane with Harold and Angela. I'll stop. One nineteen. Okay. I think more than anything, I put this at number one because those are my favorite scenes in the whole series. That's right. The, the plane stuff with Angela and Harold are really great. Yeah. That's true. But I don't think it's enough to make it the best episode of the series. I mean, to me, everything else is is really good too. But oh my god, that stuff on the plane is just <laughs> oh, these, it, these. it is it is it's, the bullfrog's beard, it's, it's <laughs> the, the cat's pajamas. It's it's really like it's it, to me, it's the best stuff in the series. Harold and Angela on the plane. 
So that's why it's Mary Brown. Anyway, I cannot believe you had that as low as you had. I can't believe you didn't get in that episode of 10, honestly. You had the, this is your second lowest episode of the season. Well, maybe I could reevaluate it one day, but I probably <laughs> won't. You're, you're, I'll, t- I'll tell you my ethos of how it, because I, I actually kind of drastically changed my ratings from what I gave them episode to episode, mm-hmm. which was when, when I was thinking, I was ranking them, and I was like, you know, honestly, the first three episodes I like more than the finale, and I think I like the finale more than these other three episodes. So the finale's in the middle. The finale mm-hmm. in the middle, okay. three below the finale, and then my three above the finale, and then I was, you know, figuring out among them how I felt about them. And that's how, that's why I arrived to my rankings as they are now. Man, I don't know, man. F- four and five are really good. That I, I, I think they are categorically better than the finale. The four and oh. five. But well, we have four in the same ranked spot, but the finale <laughs> is above it. Yeah. You have the finale above it. I just yeah, <laughs> that's true. All right, true. All right, we could argue all day about this, but bottom line is yeah. this was a great series with like every episode, even the worst episode of the season was still pretty great. It was. I mean, we can both agree that it starts off stronger yes. than how it ends. Absolutely. That's fair to say. Absolutely. It's still all right. It still ends fine. Like, so it still ends good enough. Mm-hmm. It's season wide. Hey, I'm, I'm excited yeah. about a season two. There, there's a lot to love about that finale. There's just a, one or two major flaws in it. Certainly is like the lack of lack of Zoe, Zoe and Angela too. But I, yeah. I think Zoe's bigger deal. It's always the bigger the bigger yeah. problem because Angela's at least still central to the episode. Even exactly, it not. makes sense. Yeah, it yeah. makes sense why we don't get as much Angela. Yeah, it's more in this episode. She's more reactive. Just stuff's happening around her, and we're seeing a lot of the consequences of that. That's fine. Yeah. but Zoe is always just basically written off for the finale. Uh huh. Yep. No, but whatever. Anyway, it's almost it's almost as if they said, you know, we don't know what to do with her for the finale. Not to, so we didn't really write her into the finale. So let's uh, <laughs> go away. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Let's move on to our next segment. Idols. Well, Mister Sam, <laughs> I can't believe we're doing this with the season. Well, I'm year. demanding that we do this. Yes. <laughs> okay. Normally, we start with worst titles. Since you know it's a little weirder circumstances, since they're all Roman numerals, I think we swap. Let's do best titles first. Start with the best. People <laughs> never do that. So you need dessert first. All right. I'll guess you here, Michelle. I think you liked. I can't believe I. This. I think you okay. liked I. That's what I was going to pick for you too. I think you liked I. I think you liked I because it's simpler to write, and you're um a narcissist. Here's I. I think you liked I because <laughs> okay, it looks it looks like a one. Uh, and it will, you, you'll certainly remember that that was the pilot and you know what happened in the pilot. So there, mm, you got me wrong. What? That was like you wrong or right? No, you got me right. That's, that's, that's the objectively correct answer. <laughs> what? No. Why, why, what did you put and why? I picked, I picked IV episode four. That's dumb. Why? Because IV is a word. <laughs> or it's like, you know, give me an IV. Number two. It kind of looks like an N. <laughs> what? What does the N have to do with anything? I just think it's cool. <laughs> okay. All right. This is the most ridiculous segment we've ever done on Show Hoppers. Okay. <laughs> well, well, it's a regular segment that so, we do for so every you recap. You didn't, you didn't pick the thing that had the easiest way to remember the episode, what happened in the episode? That's how you episode, always pick your favorite titles. Yeah, but in episode four, it kind of looks like an N. Okay. All right. 
let's do our least favorite titles then. <laughs> I think your least favorite title is oh, I don't know. V. Pasquale. Five. Five. I, well, I'm just basing it on your logic for picking your favorite title, I guess. I don't know. I, it doesn't look like another letter. It's a V. Uh, and oh no, no, because five has a V in it. Never mind. Hold on. No, I'm going to go with V. All right. I think you went with um. I think you went with the. I think you went with IV because I think the subtraction in Roman numerals is confusing for yeah, you. Yeah, it's stupid. Yes, that, of course <laughs> I went with IV. <laughs> it was also the episode I had the hardest time remembering what happened in. But that's probably because it was the middle episode. <laughs> that's another... So, well, you, yes, you, I went with IV. You got me wrong, though. I did not put yeah. V. I put VI because it looks like a reverse N. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> All right. That is why we are done with the segment now. <laughs> Thank God. All right. Moving on. What's next? Yeah. Not doing death. So, moments, <laughs> Mr. Sal. Let's talk yeah, about we, don't, we, don't guess the, we don't guess the moments, right? No, we don't. You're right. I forgot. Yeah, there's too many to guess. So, I'll share my funniest moment with you. Okay. I think a really funny moment was Dan sparing Pavlovich. I think that was very funny. That's two. That's twice. That's true. <laughs> but the first one. Or not the, first, the second one. Oh, you're talking about the second one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The second Where, one. Which yeah. ends with that's twice. Why do you think that's yeah, that's funny? Twice. Because it's a funny line. It's a funny line. It's, it's just a fun, like, I don't know why. Well, we talked about why he probably could have spared him and like what benefit it was to him for him to spare him. But it's just it's just a funny one liner to say. There's not a lot twice. of humor in the series. Yeah. No, there's not a lot of humor in the series. That's why. Okay. So I so I'll argue there's not a lot of humor. I agree. Like, listen, there there are dozens of jokes in like every episode of Only Murders in the Building that's funnier than that. Don't get me oh, wrong. Yeah. But sure. given the series, I think that's pretty funny. Yeah. All right. You... Uh, I th- I said also from the penultimate episode, um, humorous episode, well known as yeah, well known uh, as the humorous yeah episode when they're on the speedboat running away from Pavlovich, and oh, yeah. says, she she knew your name. She goes, she goes, yeah, yeah. You probably had to go with her. Yeah, <laughs> so. that's a good one too. Actually, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That one, that one kind of goes against like story scheme or what you'd expect. Yeah, it definitely goes against yeah. expectations. Also, I I, would, I I I can't pinpoint this down to one, but the way that Jeff Bridges says "yeah," ow, 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 like also is also very funny all the time. Yeah. All right, fair enough then. Well, then I'll ask you this, Mister Sal: What's your most jaw-dropping moment? Oh, this was an easy one for me. It was the Emily as Angela. Yeah, that's what I put as well. Oh I yeah, figured, you know? I was like, oh, oh. I, I wasn't even juicy. like thinking that. Yeah, that wasn't even going through my head. I'll give I'll give this series this as well. When they posed questions, for example, who Emily really is, they answer them so much faster than I I, I anticipate. <laughs> like compared to like a Lost, for example, right? It's like a seasons wide thing, maybe multi-season thing or such a long thing that goes on episode beginning of episode three we find out now that emily's angela oh wow and then episode five right we're talking with the plane (laughs) your favorite stuff with the plane harold and angela we didn't think he was going to be confronting her until earliest episode six right that looks like a penultimate episode type of thing at the earliest first thing episode five so 
Yeah. Yeah, they definitely they 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 went faster than I think either of us anticipated, but that's not a bad thing. It was actually a really great thing. They they not a great good moment. So Yeah. Yeah. It was a good jaw dropping moment, I agree. All and right. So, so most emotional moment. There's not a yep. lot of crying characters really per se. Crying crying characters. Yes. <laughs> No, a lot of crying characters. I picked for my emotional moment Dan leaving behind the dogs, Dave and Carol. Uh, I actually felt a little sad when he left them behind. I'm like, because they they did a good job of pairing his characters with the dogs, especially early on. A little before they got rid of them, he wasn't, the dogs weren't as pivotal as they, you know, they showed them though. They never forgot to show them. Wow. They weren't as pivotal as they once were. But very iconic. I think they did a great job. This is a pair of dogs, so I was sad to see him go, and I felt that it was emotional. Yeah, that was in episode five, the best episode of the season. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you rated it as your second least favorite episode of the season. Uh, most emotional emotion, uh, moment for me was Harold and Angela in the airport, and when Harold kind of accepts her and, and tells her that you know you're a complication in my life that I didn't want. And, you know, all this other stuff and all these reasons why I should just let you go. But when I was offered a magic wand to just make you go away, I couldn't do it. And it's just that the the care, the level of care that they have for each other uh, on full display and, and both of them kind of accepting each other was was really that was the emotional core of the season for me. Uh, that, that is a pretty good emotional part. Uh, what episode is that in? That is in the penultimate episode six. Mm, well, you ranked number six as well. All right, I oh, did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. So it looks like our sixth ranked episodes both had the most emotional. <laughs> That's true. Fair enough. <laughs> and then, All so right. what is a quote that'll stick with you? Oh, this is another easy one for me. Uh, yeah. This this quote. I, I did not think this was easy. I thought there's a lot of there's a lot of quotes in this series. It's a lot of cool themes to go all the, along. I, I felt this was actually kind of hard. There's so much good stuff that I that I could have quoted. The line about the uh, being a villain from the restaurant. The line like, about was, his, his his name is just a sound mm-hmm. that you make in his presence. Like oh, mm-hmm. there's so much good stuff here. Oh, the the sharpening chips name and using it as a weapon. But the the one that like as soon as Harold said it, I was like, this is going to be the quote that sticks with me forever. It haunts yeah, me. What it is. Like I, you know what it is. Yeah, it, it is the, about being a father. Yes, yeah. Because it's like, oh man, it hurts. It hurts to hear this. But someday, when the time comes for them to break your heart, remember that I told you this. The moment you let them in, you were asking for it. Like, oh, oh my God, it like hurts me to just say that that line. But that will always stick with me, and I just uh, hope that it's wrong. But I don't think it is. Time will tell for you, Mister Sal. No. My quote was one of the ones that you had mentioned over, which was the name one. A name yep. is just a name. A yep. sound we make in his presence. A breath of air. What is yep. meaningful isn't what we call him. It's what he is. It's a great quote. and, and, I and I, There are so many quotes like that that are going to stick with me. Like I already just listed three other ones besides the one. That, yeah, I think the series <laughs> has a lot of great quotes and themes to yeah. stick along with it. It does a really good job on that front. Yeah. Oh. What a great, what a great series! I love this. Uh, yeah, it's very. Good. Uh, this is oh. this this next segment is what I've been dreading though. Oh, uh, dreading! I've been looking oh. forward to it. I, I don't. Uh, 
I, I might change things last second. We'll see. I know. Oh my god. <laughs> uh. We're here to the character superlatives. We have seven, uh, or no, sorry, six superlatives: goodest character, baddest character, most character growth, biggest turn on a character, most interesting, and most entertaining from characters of the season. Yeah. Let me guess for you, Mister Sal. Your let's we'll, we'll go down the list: goodest character. Uh, see, is, this is, I think, the hardest one. So this is who we <laughs> believe to be morally good, and we can kind of pick the criteria for what we think is morally good, because uh, that that is kind of subjective. What is morally good? That's, that's so subjective. <laughs> so so you know you can you can pick someone and then defend them. But the the way I, I always think of it, see is yeah, see Watchmen exactly. But the, yeah. the way I always think of it is like, does somebody? consist it's somebody who consistently makes decisions that they think are just the right thing to do uh not necessarily the thing that's going to help them the most or the, the selfish thing but the the they always are trying to do what they think is right now whether or not we agree with that what they think is right is a different story that's where watchman comes in um but oh, this one was so hard because every character is painted in two lights in this series it's so good that's what i love about the series mm -hmm. i now, think uh, we're going to take guesses at each other's right yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay i'll, I'll guess uh, you first i th sure. i think i i think you had the hot take and you said julian okay well if you call it a hot take i think you said angela okay i did not say angela Oh, I'm curious to who you said. I almost said Julian, but I did end up going. I went with Angela. Oh, you went with Angela. She's like I a felon. She like <laughs> she knows that she's committing crime after crime just by being in the FBI. But she does good for the FBI, and it's what crime is she real? Tell me the crime she's doing. Uh, Harold, she's giving information. Harold says like you're a criminal. You've, you've committed like at least twenty crimes. Like to to to. She tipped off Dan that the police were coming. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. She she is in the FBI under a fake identity. This person I won't call that morally bad, but go on. What in the FBI? I uh, listen, just because you commit a crime doesn't mean I think you're a morally bad person, right? The crime the crime you commit matters. Being under the FBI under a fake alias. Well, that, that, that's not your a good subjectivity thing. of what's good. That is, that, that is. That's what but, I'm saying. Yeah. The, the way I'm thinking about this is she knows. That what she's doing is a crime, and she's doing yeah. it anyway. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think that makes her a morally bad person. She I don't. She's I, in the FBI under a false name. I think feeding information to her father you could definitely say is a bad thing, but she's doing it under what she feels is the right thing to do. Right, to keep her father alive, and it's a morally good thing to do. And besides that, I don't see her harming anyone physically. Right, she's not. She punched trying. her superior when he called her freckles. Yeah, and a morally good thing to do. So for principle, so I, 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 I you're, you keep saying it's a morally good thing to do, but that's your yeah. definition of morality, and that's why I put it to Angela. Yeah, <laughs> it's based on my definition of morality. Here's my juxtaposed. Who do I put over Angela? That's my other question. Oh, right? it's, it's so it's impossible. It's so that's, hard. So that, that's what I'll say. I, I'll, I'll give it that Angela is not perfect. Right? She's not like perfectly the most goodest character of any series we've seen but compared to all the rest i think she's more gooder than uh zoe but you could make oh, an argument for zoe i, I, I think I you think could you, could, you can make an argument for every character so i don't could for dan chase or for harold but i'm gonna make the argument for harold because i picked harold really you picked Absolutely. harold but yes. you throw stones at angela when he 
All right. Okay. <laughs> he he worked with Dan Chase for covert operations in Afghanistan, which is kind of that was his job, man. Yeah, well, it was, but it looks like he was working things, you know, under the table. He tried to overthrow Hamzad. I I would argue he caused more instability and damage than it appears Angela has. Now, maybe it's for the greater good. I, I I'm not trying to dispute that, but I I. I, so, I don't think Harold. You, you can look at look at any Angela. decision, any decision that he makes throughout the mm-hmm. whole series, is governed by what he thinks is the right thing to do. Now, okay, it, when he hires Julian, which I think is the most questionable thing that he does, mm-hmm. when he hires Julian to kill Dan, you could argue he, he in his mind, yeah, he thinks that is the right thing to do because if Dan is caught it opens up a whole can of worms that could be to like another a war i seem like a selfish thing to do well not a war you just scared he'll be the next one up i i don't think just doing something that you think is the right thing to do is morally good i i think i just disagree with that i don't know when you switched over to morally good because we've never thought about it that <laughs> way i don't know either <laughs> it's like, we've never said the morally good kid because the morally good like imposes our set of morality on it does else. it does like, it does it does we've that's never what, that's done that like, we've never done that i think you could make an argument for zoe but i think um i think Ah, man, I don't know. That might be a better argument, actually. <laughs> like the only thing she really does is extort Dan, and that's that's not like, yeah, because that's why I think you'd say Zoe over Angela. I think Harold, like, he's trying to get someone killed. I don't know how. I don't know how you justify him as good as character when you try getting Dan killed. Well, I know because he how. thinks it's the yeah. right thing to do. He, yeah, he, I... he he thinks that if if he doesn't. He's going to go down, and then Henry, who just lost his parents, is going to lose his grandfather as well. He thinks that if, the, I don't if, think... Dan, if Dan gets caught, it, it could lead to uh, uh, military action with Afghanistan. Uh, I think that he's I think not he alone does it from purely selfish. Like I don't think he's doing it for selfless reasons. I think he's doing it for selfish, scared reasons. Like He's like, oh. I don't want to be next. I don't think that makes him a good character. No, oh, even, even if it's that, though, Kurt, like it, it's there's at least as much of I can't have Henry losing me too in there. It, it, it's definitely in there. Well, uh, I'll toss this one at you. You said Angela broke the law by working under a pseudonym. He's breaking the law worse. No, no, hold on though. It's not a pseudonym, a fake identity. It's not just about breaking the law. It's breaking the law because you think it's the right thing to do. Angela doesn't think it's the right thing to do to be in the FBI. She just wants to be in the FBI. That's true. I th- I think Harold is definitely more in line with the goodest character than Angela is. I think you could make an argument for Zoe. I think you could probably <laughs> make an argument for Julian. Oh, you know okay. who I think you can make the best argument for? Ooh. Actually, and this might be this might be <laughs> the right answer. Actually, is is Ray Waters? Oh, you know what? You're not wrong. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. <laughs> Maybe we should have said Ray Waters because Ray Waters. Oh, but you know, he—it he, seems like he's satellite working for Faraz, though, in some way. We we don't I, I don't quite know, about know that. We don't quite know. It starts him. He has some connection to Faraz. He was able to get a meeting with Faraz for Angela and Harold. So mm, that's probably true. So that's probably not like I—I'm I, not sure. Uh, listen, there. 
they're all great characters. This is and why this is our own so good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and that's why this has actually kind of reminded me of Watchmen vibes of yeah. <laughs> arguing over our goodest characters and yeah. why. This is, what I mean, this is really like the, what makes this series so good is that everybody's the goodest character and everybody's the baddest character. And it's yeah, really, everyone to really themselves. Hard. To, to because and and I love that because you don't know that you don't know who to root for because it, it doesn't there's not this is, this is real life like everybody's got the good and the bad in them it's great I love it anyway oh, all right all right then Michelle well then let's chat about baddest character okay I guessed you first last time so you guessed me who do so we talked about good as you dropped some names you you did not mention some names you didn't mention stuff like jeff bridges you know dan chase uh morgan bow faraz hamzad i i'm gonna go with that you said i'm gonna go with that you said jeff bridges i think that's who you said I thought about it, but I went with Morgan Boat. I also went with Morgan Boat. Okay. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> we agree on Morgan Boat. All right. But yeah. Jeff, he was my second choice. Yeah. I thought about now, it. But but even Morgan Boat, like when you hear Julian talking in the finale, somebody has to see the world the way he does and look out for things the way he does. Like it, it seems to us, because we, we don't really know Morgan Boat, it seems to us like he's pretty a pretty selfish actor. Like he's just trying to cover his own ass, and and he's he's willing to throw his surrogate children under the bus to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what it seems like. But if we're to believe Julian, there might be more to it than that. There might, you know, the and the director of the CIA or whoever Julian's boss is, maybe not the director, but uh, not Julian's boss, um, Ray Waters' boss says, you know, this this call, you do whatever he says. So. <laughs> Maybe there is more to him that that would knock him out of contention for being the baddest character, but based on what we've seen, it sure looks like he's the baddest character. I I agree, and for the for the sake of for the format of like perhaps Morgan Boat has done a lot of good in his time working for the government, but mm-hmm. for the story that we're seeing and the characters we have, he seems to be a a bad force. In the given circumstance, which is why I labeled him baddest character. Mm-hmm. It could change. We'll see season two. I mean, Faraz probably would have gone baddest character had it not been for like the last episode. So uh, <laughs> potentially, maybe not that. even so, still. Maybe uh, not. Uh, yeah. The one thing that Faraz Hamzad did that I thought took him out of contention for being the goodest character was threaten his wife like that, like take the night, you know. I do it because he demanded the power. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, do it because you trust me to be a better man than they are. And if she doesn't, you know, do it because you know, like do it or else at that, at that point, <laughs> like the, he or else, the, then he did kinda, the stick. So yeah, he, the or else kind of took him out of contention for me as being good as character. I don't think as he's even close to baddest character though. No, I feel, uh, I feel the show setting him up as the baddest character. Yeah. Well, the but they're really they're really good about making people good and bad, though. So yeah, no, I I praise them for that in the final episodes. Yep. Uh, Jeff Bridges, I think I think you could definitely put an argument to put him here. Yeah, I think you could too, but I didn't. No, neither did I. Morgan Boat. Yeah. All right. Well, then, most character growth, Mister Sal. Give me a guess. What do you, what do you think I put? Most character growth. I think you said. 
think he said, mm, hold on now, not Julian or Morgan or I don't think Harold or Dan. Uh, I don't think maybe Angela. Nah, I think he said Zoe. I think you also said Zoe. I think that's I, very clearly Zoe. I did. I did say Zoe. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I was just trying to not give away no. my answer. <laughs> the, the fact that you sidestepped it so much, I was like, he definitely put Zoe. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I think it's so clearly Zoe. It definitely yeah. is. <laughs> I don't think there's much explanation. I mean, she went no. from just random civilian to part of the game. So, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, f- finding her superpowers along the way. Uh, I think that was an easy one. That was the easiest one, I think. Oh, yeah, I definitely agree. All right. Hey, biggest turn on a character. Do you want to try to guess me again since Zoe was yeah. easy, or do you want me to go? No, no it's, it's, it's your turn to guess me. All right, okay. <laughs> biggest turn on a character. Jeez, who could you put? Honestly? By the way, because, because it's, it was easy to guess, but it wasn't easy to try to not give myself away. So that's what made it hard. <laughs> not- that is true. I know, I know. <laughs> I, I, think, I think you did Julian. Because uh-huh. biggest turn on a character because you realize he's like a moral. He's not just a hitman, but he's like a. Oh, but they should, that's our introduction to Julian. Hmm. But you heard about it? I. I'm gonna say you put Julian. All right, and I'll say you also said Julian. You're wrong. You're wrong too. I did not. Say oh, Julian. did you say Faraz? No. Oh, that's a better one than mine. I, I should have said that. <laughs> oh, that's a much better one than mine. Okay, yeah. I'm going to change mine right now. Well, then, well who was yours before you um, swapped over to Fraz? It so was Ray, Ray Waters. Because I hate oh, him. Oh, yeah, like well, yeah, Waters was also good. Because I agree. I, I didn't like Waters as much because he's, he's antagonistic towards Harold and Angela. But, he, yeah, right. he, he swaps over. But, no, I, I went with Fraz for what I praised the final episode for, which is... It, Yep. Does a great job of making him a lot grayer. The show sets him up as the big bad, yep. and then they show him as, lack of a better word, like a f- pretty feeble old man, and he yep. just seems to really miss his daughter. I know. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, oh, geez, this isn't like the villain. He doesn't seem like the villainous man that just well, wants revenge. I mean, here's the thing: we they have set him up the entire season as. The as a, this awful guy, yet everything they show us about him does not indicate that, except for that one, that one thing—the threatening of his wife. That's that's the only thing. Everything before that and everything after that does not show us this villain that they keep setting up. <laughs> so that's really it's really cool. Oh man, that's a good one. Yeah, for us, it feels a good one. Well then. Which one do you want to do next? Most interesting or most interesting? I always want to save interesting for last. So All right. Yeah, so most interesting character then. Hmm. Oh, wait. No, you got to guess me now. I do? Yeah, I just guessed you for biggest. But I guessed you first. I I, I guessed. Uh... Oh, no, you guessed Julian for me, and I guessed Julian for you. And then, yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. Uh, most entertaining character. I, I think that you said this was. Hmm. No, I, I think you said Jeff Bridges, Dan. I think you also said Jeff Bridges. I did. Yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> he, he, Jeff Bridges. He, he's, he's, yeah. If you had to pick a main character, you'd pick him. You That's would. And and he's and he's very charismatic. And you know, when he, I, I I just keep thinking back to him making eggs and like just just like hanging on his every word with a smile on my face. You know, it's just like that's 
that's the the, the entertainment value that, that he brings. And you know, it's also the biggest catalyst for the entire series. Sure, absolutely. You know, the, the actions uh, he did while he was younger, and the actions he continues to do now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it's he's he's great. He's spectacular, and he he definitely is to me is the, the most entertaining character for sure. Jeff Bridges. Well, then mm-hmm. it, it leaves just one, Mister Sal, the most interesting character. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a lot. It could be. If you had to name a protagonist, you'd probably say Jeff Bridges, but that's not to say there's not other characters that could be interesting. There's a lot. I would say if I had to name the top four, it would be between Jeff Bridges, Harold, <laughs> Zoe, Angela. If I had to name the top four. Yeah, why? I'll just name the four main characters. Here you go. Yeah, because it is, right? I know. I know. I'm trying to set up this is the big one. This is the big one. I know. And I think that you put Angela. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm trying to remember all the TV <laughs> times that we had, and I'm pretty sure that on all the TV times, if you added them all up, you it was it was either you had the most Angela or you had the most or, or that was tied with Dan, but I think you said Angela is the most interesting character. Was that to get you right or wrong? You got me right. I you love Angela. Close. You got me close, Mr. Sal. She was number two, but I went with Harold. Harold. Oh. Harold. I think really? you fucked up my TV time votes for Harold. I, I think I put Harold more Maybe than you think. Maybe really? Once. Maybe it was only once. But I, I'll tell you right now, in my head, it is right now Harold. Okay. Even though I, I might, I think you're right, though. I did put Angela more than Harold. Angela, Angela to me was like, she, she like, made this series to me i she's my she was easily my favorite character and so i I always think of most interesting character as the one who ends up being my favorite and and she was my favorite Um, which is probably why i rate the finale as my least favorite episode (laughs) (laughs) although she's not even in the pilot oh no she is she has more to do in the pilot than she does in the finale (laughs) Oh yeah, she's Emily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway, yeah, it's it's definitely Angela for me. And I will tell. I'll, I'll reveal this now. I couldn't reveal it before, but the reason I listed Harold as my goodest character is because I didn't have him anyplace else, and I didn't want to go through the whole thing without even mentioning Harold. So wait, the <laughs> <laughs> whole argument. You're, you're not going back on it to go. Ah, well, I'm not really. <laughs> I don't really want to defend it that hard. Come on, I don't mind putting a character twice. But I want to put him twice. If you can no, I don't either. Character. But uh, I don't. But I, I you always really want to talk about I Harold. Had, I, see. I had Ray Waters in there, and I was like, I'm going to have six categories here, and Harold's not going to be in any of them. I was like, I can't do that. Where, where can I put him? Uh, and like, I certainly looked at most interesting, but I was like, I'm not taking Angela out of there. Uh, definitely yeah, not yeah. the biggest turn or character growth, so he's not the baddest character. So I guess he's going to be the goodest character. Do you, do you want to henceforth? Do you want? Do you want to add a honorable mention character? No, no. <laughs> the character that just didn't fit any slots. You just want to chat about for some reason? Uh, I mean, well, I usually end up chatting about them anyway. I, I'm thinking okay. of uh, Watchmen. I'm pretty sure. I think. Uh, 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 what's her agent Blake? Um, mm-hmm. Gene Smart. Why can't I? Lori. Yeah. Lori, I, I couldn't find a spot for her. But this is terrible. I ended up talking about her anyway. But so. 
But anyway, yeah. So that's 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 one of the reasons. That was my biggest argument why Harold's the goodest character. <laughs> no, I, I respect the fact you went back to that. Just to... <laughs> I like the idea you're arguing for like. That <laughs> like. I, was, I, I don't I, even know. I think you could justify it, but it's. I, mean, I think. I think you just. I think you can justify Harold, but I think yeah. Angela and Zoe. I think. I think Angela, I, Zoe, and Wanda. Zoe and Ray. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't disagree with Angela. I, I disagree with Angela, but I All think right. Zoe and Ray. You definitely are going to have a hard time not picking those two. But well, but I did anyway because I wanted yeah. to talk about Harold. I think it's a really interesting argument to have. Is he? good or bad or something in between everybody's something in between in this series and that's what i love that's great the grayness is really nice but that wraps up everything with the old man at least for now until oh. we get to season two which you will cover and whenever it comes out we don't know when yeah. maybe it lo- it's looking like february 31st i heard <laughs> yeah deemed believable uh in the well Actually, so this is this marks the end of our old man coverage. Just out, we need to do a new series now. Oh my god, you're right. It's another series. I didn't even think about it. Oh, I did you think just, about it. You didn't even think about it. <laughs> I, didn't, I forgot all about it. Listen, this is on the spot. Here we go. On the spot. On the spot. I, I have not thought about it. Totally, totally didn't <laughs> talk to just out a bit before the podcast, maybe a day or two at a time. But the next series we're covering, it's already fully dropped, but the, it, it, it will get a season two. Uh, although that release date is not going to be till probably 2024, if not delayed further, but there's no set release date. <laughs> yeah. We're going to, it stars a very, well, actually, I don't think there's a star I, actually, but, uh, but there, there, there are two major, two stars. main characters. Yeah. Two well, major one, stars. One major star and one pretty major star. Yeah. One pretty major star one very major star from movies you might know such as star wars <laughs> maybe yeah. so, mr jones dr jones that uh, it was indiana jones dr jones we have dr jones i've already said it now harrison ford it's shrinking yes so we're gonna be covering shrinking now it's a 10 episode series it's on apple tv it is on Apple TV, yes. So I think it's the first Apple TV series that we're covering. I know. Can't wait for a foray into that. There's a lot of good series from I can tell on Apple TV. So I look forward to it. I look forward to cover Shrinking, as does Mr. Sal. We think it lines up pretty well with the um, Showhoppers series type of stuff. It's a drama. It's to do with um, a therapist I... that goes through their own traumatic events. And it, we see how it affects the way that they give therapeutical advice to their patients. <laughs> And yeah. it's a comedy drama, so yeah. It, it, I mean, it's in the Emma category. It's it's a comedy, and it it didn't get a ton of Emmy nominations. But the lead actor, Jason Segel, who's not Harrison Ford, <laughs> Harrison Ford is the supporting actor in the movie yeah. or in the series. But uh, Jason Segel is the lead actor, and he did get nominated for best actor and lead actor in a comedy series. So then, I look immensely forward to the series. Anything you want to say on that for Mr. Sell? I'm excited. I I have already seen the pilot. Uh, I won't give away my rating for the pilot, but I will tell you that I thought it would be good for us to cover. I'm very I'm very excited them for our coverage for and you, the listeners, should go and watch it. And perhaps now that you're first the old man, you also want to put something else, you know, to be watching. Harrison Ford is an old man. Yeah, he's an old man. (laughs) So I'd recommend you check out the shrinking to. 
keep up to us week to week. But maybe if you don't, maybe you want to do something that we can actually speak a bit more authority on because we've seen it in totality or at least up to a certain point. Only murders in the building is going on right now. We're covering that week to week. Uh, at the time of this dropping, we're on episode eight. But maybe check that out. It's Hulu's <laughs> flagship. We've done seasons two and one. So check out Only Murders in the Building. Some other past series we've done that I could relate to the old man. If you like good dramas, Better Call Saul. I think Ozark's pretty good. We mentioned Watchmen a f- few times. Definitely do that. If we really want like relationship dramas, White Lotus does a great job, anthology series. So mm-hmm. I definitely recommend all those to you. We've had those in our back catalog. So check that out. And thank you so much for listening. If you want to contact us, shelberspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, rating, subscription, sharing the podcast, it's all appreciated. Thank you so much for listening to our coverage of The Old Man. We'll be back whenever season two comes out. But in the meantime, thank you for listening. Uh, Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.